Welcome to Bison Banks Market Podcast. Hi, my name is Nelson Costa from the Sales and Trading Department. Let's have a quick overview of what happened last week in the markets. So, uh, ma last week we had probably the worst week since June in markets in general. Uh, it was a red week, uh, most of the markets went down um, despite some uh, rebound in some interesting figures for economic data, uh, we saw um, a, a week where the spike in COVID uh, cases has put uh, everyone a little bit on edge. Just for the have a quick overview, the Dow Jones fell 6.47% during the week, same range for the S&P and the Nasdaq, all above 6%. The Eurostoxx uh, 60 fell 7.62% last week, the DAX 8.61%. If we go to the Asian markets, we will see the Nikkei went down 2.29%, the Hang Seng 3.26%. So, as you can see, uh, a strong uh, impact in the market um, happened last week. Uh, the crude market also went down because because of the fears of increased COVID cases and lockdowns will uh, diminish the um, demand for crude. And so the WTI crude ended the week over 10% lower uh, at $36.79 per barrel on, on the, uh, like I said, WTI market. Gold um, went uh, stable, more or less. It went down 1.22%, but in any case, not a big move in the gold despite the stress we have been seeing in the market. This fear factor is of course being reflected immediately in the VIX indicator which is the the market f uh, fear index uh, which went up uh, almost 40% last week to 38.02. Uh, volatility is here to stay. The dollar benefited a lot from the this um, fear and recovered against um, the, some of the currencies. Uh, the euro dollar um, went uh, to 1.17, uh, so uh, um, recovered against the euro 1.33% uh, last week. Uh, so also here we saw uh, intensive movements. The market also saw um, in the United States the GDP number coming out for the third quarter. It was a record increase of 33.1%. Uh, we also had a fall in the initial jobless, jobless claims, uh, which looked stronger than the market was expected, which is also positive. But again, uh, the COVID uh, note and, uh, and also the US elections uh, overshadowed a lot of the impact of the good numbers we see on the economic side. And I will put uh, a little bit more of these numbers in focus in a moment. Also, European stocks had this uh, volatile week. Uh, we had the, the central bank uh, meeting which left uh, its uh, ultra easy policy unchanged and hinted that it will uh, mo do more support only in December and for the time being doing nothing. So uh, markets have been struggling to cope with the risks uh, posed by these renewed spikes in infections. Uh, last weekend we see uh, also Britain to go into a more harsher lockdown, a little bit what we have been seeing all over Europe. Um, in the United States it's still the same soap opera where the government has no concrete policy about what they want to do. Uh, only Asia again has been um, uh, the poster boy where people are civil enough to respect their rules by themselves and have been more or less been able to cope with the impact of the COVID uh, and there have been no big uh, uh, surge in cases over in Asia which has been very very uh, positive. Protection against defaults of uh, Europe uh, investment 
great corporates is rising for a fifth straight day uh, last week um, also because of this fear we are uh, seeing oil and gold fell I already uh, mentioned this uh, but in Asia, uh, for a crisis of this scale, equities have performed remarkably well. Uh, we also had the end of the um, fifth plenum of the Chinese Communist Party, which ended last week, where China plans to become a great uh, modern socialist nation by 2035. Its economy will be more so self-sufficient, above all in technology, uh, and it's trying to... Uh, make face to the attacks from the US lately against their technology companies so uh, uh, China wants to cope with some decoupling and diminishing uh, globalization and become a little bit more self-sufficient uh, this builds, is built on a, a dual circulation strategy where China remains open to foreign investment and trade while developing internal economic ecosystem less prone to external sanctions and uh, turmoil it also plans to accelerate green and low carbon er energy adoption and is also trying to promote a peaceful reunification with uh, Taiwan and, and preserve long-term prosperity and stability uh, in relations with Hong Kong and Macau. So um, Chinese uh, stocks and uh, bonds are still outperforming. It, I have already mentioned this previously. The, according to the IMF, China will be probably the only economy to have positive growth uh, in 2020. It's been very resilient and showing a very good um, recovery after the COVID, better than any other uh, area in, in, in the world uh, right now. Um, then going back to some of the economic numbers and I want to say some of the, of the movers, we will see for example that last week we have major adjustments in some of the stocks we are also in, in also in earnings season so I will uh, uh, put out some of the names that had major movements uh, last week on the Dow Jones for example Boeing uh, during the last week dropped 13.72% uh, Walgreens also dropped 10% American Express dropped 9.65% uh, Visa down 8.23% on the S&P 500 we have, for example, Dexcom dropping 22.4, 24%. Twitter dropped 18%. So we had uh, massive drops in some of the shares uh, with all this political turmoil going on and again, COVID uh, cases. And the uh, stocks that were going up, uh, we have, for example, Tiffany, which went up six, five, sorry, 5.91% last week had a, a, a good performance. Uh, the, the stocks that went up uh, went up at a much lower pace than the ones that dropped, but it's normal uh, bearing in mind what was going on. Uh, if you also want to pick some of the Euro stocks, uh, 50 shares, we had Prozos and V uh, uh, going up 8.04%, but for example, SAP, the German technology company, went down 26.75% last week. Also, Nokia went down 19.47% last week. BNP Paribas down 10.88% last week. BASCF down 9.95%, and so on and so on. So it was a quite volatile week. It's here to stay, where market is still trying to cope with what's going on on the on the COVID front 
and I wanted just to put these names out to have this in mind. Uh, tomorrow uh, we will have the presidential election in the US. Uh, we don't know how peaceful this will be. Uh, a lot of noise and uh, worrying news about uh, Trump supporters um, in the elections uh, in the United States uh, doing things and blocking roads. Uh, so also here we will have a very interesting week to follow uh, um, until we see how this will uh, transition from one president to the other or if we keep the same uh, it's again not a given thing that Biden has has won uh, then going over the main economic numbers that came out uh, last week we had the durable goods coming out orders from the United States last week at the beginning which were better than the market expected uh, gasoline inventories were also out last week and they dropped a little bit more than the market was expecting but then again with the COVID cases this was a little bit um, obfuscated we had unemployment numbers changes in the in Germany coming out which um, uh, were also uh, a little bit better than uh, expected consumer confidence number for the European uh, zone Eurozone also came out here also economic confidence numbers slightly better than uh, market was expecting so despite the the cases we are seeing in coronavirus the economic data was uh, giving some positive uh, mood but in any case the market is trying to understand how the lockdowns will affect the the market from here on and then again since the ECB took no immediate measures and pushed it into December this will also have um, uh, impact on the market perception and nervousness of what's going on here special uh, re reference and I s spoke about this at the beginning is the GDP annualized uh, uh, numbers for the third quarter which came up 33.1 percent a huge number uh, of course it dropped a lot a lot more than it recovered now previously to the COVID but any in any case 33% uh, up is very good the market was expecting 32 so a good a good indication that United States is recovering and again but this is all on balance uh, depending on the outcome also of the of the elections we had CPI numbers for um, Germany coming out last week which came more or less in line with expectations uh, we had the GDP in Germany coming out also uh, higher than the market was expecting an increase of uh, 8.2 on the quarter but uh, let's see uh, how this develops we had unemployment rate uh, also coming out for the eurozone uh, European community which came out at 8.3 percent the CP CPI for the eurozone also came out at um, uh, let me just see at 0.2 percent slightly higher when month on month than what the market was uh, expecting on year on year it was exactly what the market was expecting of minus 0 0.3 we had manufacturing PMIs for the US um, uh, which um, also more or less uh, not nothing to mention and the manufacturing PMI for China uh, which came slightly better than that what what the market was expecting but again this is just to have an idea this is the numbers uh, that moved uh, last week's market this week will definitely be impacted by the continuing lockdowns and uh, restriction measures due to the COVID cases again Asia and repeating myself uh, so far doing well and then of course tomorrow we have the 
the November 3rd the elections in the United States and that will put uh, a, a major um, pressure on what's going on to happen uh, this week. Thanks for listening. Bison Bank, your Eurasian partner.